let me tell you about a life-changing elixir of the gods. I'm talking about Strava Craft Coffee. I'm telling you it will change your life. If you're like me and you drink a lot of coffee, you have noticed those negative side effects. I don't even get jittery that much, but it happens. It can mess with your stomach. It can make you feel run down later on. You can have the crash. As much as we love our coffee, we know all of these things are going to come with it. But you know what? Not with Strava. It has changed my life. It has made me a far more productive and awake and less shaky person as I deal with whatever I've got to deal with throughout the day. Some of these people on Twitter, grab that Strava. It's rich in CBD. It's great coffee that you can purchase in either K-Cups for your Keurig. You can get whole bean, you can ground it yourself, or you can get it ground. Whatever way you take your coffee, they will ship it to you. It's delicious. There's all kinds of different uh, flavors that you can get, and it's good for you. It's actually good for you. I can personally vouch for the health benefits of CBD-infused products, particularly Strava Craft Coffee, that can really help to set uh, my equilibrium. It's good for you. You can try it if you want down at Carbon Cafe and Bar Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, uh, the Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. It's non-psychoactive, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry about any of the things that you may have heard uh, about what this crazy CBD stuff is. Is it marijuana? No, it's not any of those things. It's not psychoactive. Uh, you're not going to feel weird or different. It doesn't affect you that way. It's just something that isn't going to give you all of the terrible things that you can oftentimes get from regular coffee. And it's going to help with things like long-term migraines. It's helped me a great deal. Decreasing anxiety. Again, I can personally vouch for this. Arthritis, I get, I get achy. I, I've, I've been a tall guy for a very long time. I had a bad back issues. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not making this up because they're a sponsor, though it's awesome and we love them. Strava Craft Coffee is phenomenal for all of these things. So remember to purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. And go in the air, deep right center go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go out. Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by The Green Solution. Visit any one of their 18 Colorado locations or go online to mygreensolution.com. Use that promo code DNVR20 and you will get 20% off your entire purchase. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. And on this episode, I have to welcome a very special guest. In fact, I have to say... My favorite guest, 
the guest who has come on this podcast for whom I have the most affection, but of course, uh, it's a bit of cheating here, uh, making her debut, a long-awaited debut on the podcast. I think you've so briefly much. been on with once. You and Manny. Yeah, with Manny. But my mother, Barbara Creesman, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So I, I think a couple of years ago, I, I even for Christmas gave you an IOU for yes, an appearance you on the podcast. Did. Yes, long overdue. So it, it's been time. Uh, we've been down here enjoying spring training quite a bit. And with it being a little bit more of a relaxed time of year, I actually thought this would be a good time just to get, you know, your some of your thoughts on the team and talk about some things. But actually, there was a, a specific issue I wanted to interview you about because you have the experience of, as I'm down here covering games, going around and buying tickets and and taking in baseball and you love baseball as, as much as anybody I know you send me texts about single a games <laughs> the, yeah, you know, yeah. all right okay gotta gotta keep up on the minor leagues yeah that, that's right um but we've noticed this trend for the last couple of years and this season in particular you know it used to be a couple of years ago you come out here you buy a lawn seat for nine bucks, 11 bucks. And, and you've had a hard time finding stuff under 20. Um, right. right. Were you, I don't know, were you expecting, what, what, <laughs> we, we've seen that spring training is getting more and more popular, um, but it has been, I don't know, even some of the games that aren't packed. Right. The first game we went to down here, the lawn seats were $24 at Salt River Field. And, yeah, we were playing the Cubs, but it was a half-filled ballpark. Yeah. Th- yeah, there was plenty of space. So it, it, that just kind of blew me away. But, you know, there, there's only so much we can say about that. I, I think I want to look into it more. But the, the prices have absolutely skyrocketed. Uh, on the other end of things... You've gotten to see a lot of these ballparks. We had our first mm-hmm. visit to Surprise the other day, and I know that you're very passionate about <laughs> ballpark layout. Oh, and yes. yeah, so so give me some of your pros and cons for some of these stadiums. Well, I I love ballparks, and it's really interesting to go around whether it's the major leagues or the minor leagues or spring training and see the differences in parks and things that I think are really good for the fan, which I should think should be the top priority and things that just really aren't i will say back to the prices we went to surprise we uh rockies played the rangers and that ticket was 10 bucks yeah significantly significantly less we are playing the dodgers tomorrow and i just looked online to get a ticket and the cheapest is a 40 dollar lawn ticket and they referred me to StubHub, and that's sixty dollars for a lawn ticket for to play the dodgers lawn. In a game that does not count, in which most of the starters will be out of there by the sixth inning. Exactly. Yeah. And then you were looking and, up some tickets for the regular season, $8. Yes. Yeah, looking at regular season tickets, and we can get some for $8 at Coors Field uh, in June. So it's really bizarre. <laughs> it's pretty bizarre. Uh, the first stadium that we went to when we were down here we hadn't been to before was out in Peoria, 
and there were some things about it that were super cool, and there was one thing in particular about it. <laughs> it was basically a brick building in between the concourse and the field. You couldn't see the baseball diamond if you were buying concessions. Right, that was weird. On the main part of what we would consider the concourse, it's all blocked off from view of people. So if you're in there trying to get a concession or get the shade for a little bit or whatever, you can't see out onto the field. Where Salt River Field, that's one thing about it. It's got really great views all the way around. They've got a few other cool things at Salt River Fields. One we've noticed is having the sunscreen out for everybody. That's yep. a thoughtful Free for the fans. Free sunscreen. Yeah. And water fountains. Yes. Which a lot of people wouldn't do because you can buy bottled water for five bucks. <laughs> so why would you ever drink out of a water fountain? Uh, we've also been out to, and maybe we'll be out at, at Camelback uh, again here, that's a really weird stadium, too, that's built like a sauna. It's positioned properly. Does that throw you off as much as it does me when ballparks aren't facing the right way? Yeah. I The first really weird experience I had with that is I was at a meeting in Toronto, and we went to see a baseball game because that's what we do. Almost nobody was there, which was weird in itself. Uh, the Maple Leafs were in the playoffs, and oh, you know okay. it was kind of weird rainy soft top it's a mm. you know it's a tent <laughs> right right and it faces the wrong way and I it took me a while I kept it just didn't feel right it was disorienting and it took me a while to figure out it's because it faced the wrong way because it doesn't matter because it's a soft top right. ballpark and we've talked about how weird chase field is you've been <laughs> down to that one <laughs> not my favorite no yeah <laughs> <laughs> like being in a mall. Yeah, you feel like you went into some kind of little weird mall space. Uh, again, blocking off the field from people walking around the concourse from first to third base, you know? So, Salt River really is the best facility, right? It's like, it's... Yes. Surprise is really cute, though. Like, if so, I may use such a word. <laughs> it is. I, I like surprise. I thought it was neat. Uh you know, obviously, Surprise is home to the Rangers and the Royals. The first team I ever saw in the MLB was the Royals because they went to KU and mm -hmm. we went over there. And there were lots of things about the ballpark itself that I liked. And you could see all around that. Right. Yeah. So you've been to more ballparks than I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember the number? Can you? Uh... Oh, no. Uh, I mean, I've tried it. I think I have been to at least half if not a couple more of the major league parks. Yeah, and a lot more in the American League. I didn't get to go on the trip to Seattle or Toronto. No. So I missed those ones. Uh -huh. uh, now we, we've... Philadelphia. Yeah, that one I went to with. And the Yankees. Yeah, those yeah. I was at. Uh -huh. You and I walked by Fenway when we were in Boston, right. but didn't get to go in. And similarly in Baltimore, right? Right. Which you haven't been in. But... But I've walked up to the gates. <laughs> <laughs> Counts. We called and heard Pedro Martinez on the answering machine in Boston. For the bus. I know. Yeah. That was cute. That um, was good. So take, take us back to, I mean, you, like I said, you love baseball as much as anybody I know. I've mentioned on this podcast a few times that you grew up a huge fan of Mickey Mantle, right. both being Okies. Right. Um, how, you know, has your baseball fandom over the years developed you've been i guess fan yankees in the beginning right right because of mickey mantle and i w was you know a little kid when he was playing in fact 
I felt like there was a time, you know, when I was a young adult, I felt like, God, Mickey Mantle played all my life. And I didn't really know. I hadn't paid that much attention. And I looked it up, and he actually started playing the year I was born and quit playing the year I graduated from high school. He retired, so 19 years he played. And so at that point, it was pretty much all my life, right? And uh, my grandmother knew his family, you know, as well as Johnny Benches from eastern Oklahoma, small towns and stuff. But my grandmother was a huge baseball fan, and my mother was a huge baseball fan. Yeah. You know, so it kind of runs in the family. Well, and it's funny. So here I am doing the podcast with my mother. And, of course, you know, that it, baseball has talked a lot about fathers and sons, and, and, and that well, can be a thing. And and your dad liked baseball, and my dad liked baseball. Right. But, you know. But I love that there is a great tradition amongst the women in your family for oh, yeah. loving the game as well. Um, and my, Go ahead. I was just going to say, my mother always told me that she grew up, because it's how do you grow up, and you learn about that she grew up, because it was radio at the time, listening to baseball on the radio with her mother, and listening to the fights on the radio with her dad. Oh, right. Sure. Back when boxing yeah. was a thing. Now, we don't do that as much, though. You have come along with me. You, you're you right there with me in becoming a hockey fan this year. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me too. Uh, we don't want to talk too much about that, because this is the baseball podcast, but it's been fun getting into yeah. a new sport and living and dying with well, <laughs> one second sudden yeah, death overtime that losses. Was terrible last night. That was rough. Uh, I like sports. I like competition. I it's better sometimes if you understand the rules. Uh, you were talking about getting into rugby. Right. Uh, your dad the Colorado used to play. Raptors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last year, I caught. The finals, the international finals in rugby, just per chance flipping around on the TV, and it was pretty cool. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun getting into it. it. You haven't been able to come out to one at Infinity Park yet. No, but I want to now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Y'all should get out there for those two. Uh, they're usually, um, well, the last couple of ones that I've seen have been on the weekends, and so it's it's easy to get out there to Glendale as well, but... Anyway, back back to the baseball stuff. I, w- I want to keep going through your story a little bit before we get into okay. the, the modern Rockies. So you go to school at KU. University of Kansas, so, Rupchuk Jayhoff. Yes. <laughs> you knew she was going to say it. Uh, so basketball is obviously the religion oh, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, College basketball. Was there a time, because actually when I went, and I don't know if I've, I've told this story on the podcast much, when I went to college, I got out of, I stopped watching baseball as, as much. And I was really, I was actually more into the NBA at the time. And that was, the Rockies were really struggling. Carmelo Anthony was a big deal. Was there ever a time for you maybe in college where, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm more of a basketball person now. How, how did you maintain your relationship? And then oh. how quickly did you become a Royals fan? Well, um, so where I, I lived in the dorm as a freshman. And I lived a couple of fields away from Allen Fieldhouse, home of the Jayhawks, sure. right? Uh, great basketball tradition. But in order to get there, I had to walk by the baseball diamond. Yeah. And at that time, it wasn't a very big escape. deal. It, it was kind of small, yeah. so I walked to the baseball diamond. And there were practice fields around my dorm, mm. you know. So KU didn't have a great baseball team, but lots of the guys played, including John Riggins, who's a... Pro became a pro football player at that time, you know, just playing. So it was really easy since it was across the parking lot to get to the baseball field, just go sit and watch baseball. And at that time, you didn't even have to pay to go watch the game. You just go and sit in the bleachers. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> so there was no escaping it. No, no, no downtime. Um, no, no, it wasn't as intense because our baseball team wasn't as good. It wasn't that competitive. But all these athletes that played these other sports were playing baseball at yeah. baseball time, including basketball players and football players like John Reagan. Yeah. Back, back in the. Well, it's interesting because it wouldn't be too much longer after that that a, a very famous multi-sport athlete would come to the Kansas City Royals. How did that transition from kind of rooting for the Yankees and uh, Mickey Mantle and becoming, was it a natural transition? Just, hey, I, I live here now. This team's fun. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I graduated from high school, went to the University of Kansas that next fall, and hanging out in the dorm, and somebody says, hey, does anybody want to go to a baseball game? And I went, me, <laughs> me, I want to go. And we, uh, Kansas City, you know, to get, the Royal Stadium is further east of Kansas City than right down, but it's right on I-70. So you get on I-70, yeah. and it's an hour's drive, and you go see uh, baseball. And tickets were very reasonable. There was time you could get a standing room only ticket for a dollar, right. you know, and... Uh, yeah, it was just really impressive, and they were—they got a neat stadium. Yeah, there, you know. Oh yeah, the fountains and the yeah. whole thing. You're right. It's in a because yeah. I've I've been there a couple times. Once when I was a real little kid, and I don't uh -huh. remember, and then once not too long ago, and I remember thinking, "Man, this is in a weird spot." Because I'm so used to Coors Field exactly. being right in the middle of everything. Yeah, it was built at a time when they were taking stadiums at ballparks, you know, outside of the downtowns. Yeah. The Miami is like that, yep. or was. The neat thing about it is they built Arrowhead and uh, Kauffman Stadium, you know, where the Royals are. Together, they share parking lots and stuff. So the complex itself is neat, but it doesn't have near the atmosphere that like a Coors Field is, that you can walk out the out the door and be across the street at the bar and have a drink, you know, in right. five minutes. Right. Um, so then... At some point now, and I know you, you always carry your, you, you've carried your Kansas stuff with you forever and ever. You've never let it go. And it has to no, have helped no. that when Colorado got a team and you happen to have two young boys. Yes, yes. That was in the National League. Where you said. That was, that, you know, that's what was really weird because uh, following the Yankees and then the Royals, I had always been basically an American League fan. And we had talked about that so much that when it was announced that Colorado got a team and it was the Rockies and they would be in the National League, your older brother actually cried <laughs> at the announcement time. And it was like, oh. I can't believe it. But I've been a total convert to the National League and, uh, and the Rockies. I yell for the Royals when they're playing whoever. Sure. When they were in the... You know, since I've lived in Colorado, they've won uh, two World Series. That's right. 1985 and 2015. And so, yeah. Uh, Bud Black was on one of those. Bud Black <laughs> was on that 85 team, which is way cool. You know, it's really neat. You got to meet Bud Black. I I've told that story on this pod, but. Yeah, was it two, three, three years ago, maybe now? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember how long has he been the manager? Yeah, right. <laughs> but but it was at spring training, and uh, you introduced me, and he was great. And I did mention, and so we talked about the Royals a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, I watched him play, 
I think he lost that World Series game, but yeah. I didn't mention that. No. no, no, no <laughs> maybe, maybe don't bring but that one up. Played play with Brett Saberhagen and right. George Brett and those guys. Yeah. It, was a, was, it was a very cool time. That was quite the team. So then you come out to Colorado. Now, yeah. now that you're in Colorado, one of the great things you can do is get yourself some bojos. Because <laughs> you, know, you know we love bojos. <laughs> yes. and, and it's funny because I mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, we'll get to the baseball stuff in a okay. minute. But I, I think there are probably people who think I'm – making it up and i'm like no whenever we would go somewhere out of town uh-huh. if we saw the bojos we go to the bojo <laughs> exactly right you know what you like you go there yeah. right? um plus you always raised us to buy local uh-huh. support local that's why breckenridge brewery bojos all these support places your local businesses it's important i mean that was your you know not to get too down that we're talking sports here but that I mean, that was your job for a very long time, was building the local community there in Grand Junction. And so you know what it means to have uh, these types of places, Bojo's, Breckenridge Brew, all these you know illegal peaks, these local people who are Colorado people being <laughs> associated with us, right? Um, also, not related to any, any of that, but you also know that if you mention DNVR, you get a free honey cheese bread at Bojo's. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to do that yet. That, that sounds like a good deal. Yeah. You, you've tried out the salad bar, though, and the, the, you know the salad bar oh, is yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're in Colorado now, where the Bojo's are. Where, where the Bojo's are. <laughs> that should be the, the slogan. Colorado, where the Bojo's are. And... For a third time, you, you've become a, a, a fan of a team, uh-huh. and those early years were something else. <laughs> you know, it, and you're reading Manny's book and reliving. I'm reading it. Manny's book, and that has been so much fun. Everybody, you guys should all get it if you don't have it yet. Just, just some of the stories. Uh, but one of the things, and I, this is where your memory starts to go. So now, so. Eric Young had that home run win. Mm-hmm. It's game first, one at Mile High. Game one at Mile High, and so it's nineteen ninety three, and I need to pick up Ira at school to go to a doctor's appointment. And I'm sitting in the parking lot with the radio on, listening to the game, and then Eric Young hits the home run. It was like, oh my god, this is so. Cool. Yeah. You know, the very first, yeah, go Rockies. We're going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes <laughs> decades of success. Um, you know, and one of the things, I don't know if this was purposeful or accidental, but I feel like you've been able to use the Rockies and their ups and downs uh-huh. as a, a, a sort of learning tool for your children. It, well, yes. And I think in general, sports are for everybody. If you know what's going on and keep it in perspective and know that life is going to be ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the Royals, like I said, they've had two World Series. Of course, since I lived in Colorado, not right. when I was there. but And then uh, in between them, they went 20 years without making the postseason. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the way baseball is. It's a hard, tough game. And most teams aren't in the postseason a lot, you know. Right. And even te- teams that that are don't win the World Series all the time. You just, you know, that just doesn't Nobody happen. wins the World Series all, all the time. All the time. Like, exactly. <laughs> That's a tough Ask the Dodgers. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> you, do, you have to apologize here. 
Um, so, so let's get into that. Okay. Uh, obviously, a lot of Rockies fans out there are very frustrated um, with this entire offseason. We've talked a, a lot about this team and, and where they're at, and I just wanted to get sort of your 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 feel of it here because you are like me and that's probably where I get it from uh disinclined toward panic and freak out and everything's going to be terrible um so so what do you I mean you've been down here watching the guys in the spring uh-huh. what do you, what are you uh-huh. seeing that you you like or maybe some things you don't like but what's as someone who's looking for some things to be hopeful about what do you what are you seeing out there well you know, I always like looking at the young guys. Yeah. And so you see people like a Colton Walker. You know, I could. I don't think I could even name all the people that come through Grand Junction that are now either at Albuquerque or on the big leagues. Sure. I mean, Tappy and John Gray came yeah. to Grand Junction. Yeah. You watched them play. I remember your dad saying, Tappy is never going to make it to the big leagues if he doesn't change that batting stance. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah, start yeah. arguing yeah. about that, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And... Uh, but baseball, you know, we all want to win. We all want to, I want to win as much as the next person on everything, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I would rather have baseball that I can see live than not. And those kind of become your choices. Uh, and I don't think there's a baseball game that you go to that you don't see something pretty cool, pretty different. It's just because that's how baseball is. Yeah. Uh, and so I, enjoy, I, I want to win. I don't want to lose when I go to games. I'm cheering to win, but I don't regret going to the game, even if we lost. Yeah. You know, and that's where I think people can get to down about it. Is it can't just be winning. It has to be. It's a beautiful game, and and look at these guys out there playing and what they have given to get there. I I think that gets lost sometimes. Mm-hmm. about what it takes to actually get to the majors and um, some of the roads the guys go through or around and down and up and back. Uh, but, but yeah, I think it's a beautiful game, and I think it's something that don't go away mad. Maybe disappointed. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but go back and watch the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and even when they tie, as they did. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a did. tie. A tie. There's no tying in baseball. Uh, but I only bring up the tie, which I'll get into at a different point. Okay. But because Ryan McMahon hit a couple of home runs today. You mentioned yes. guys who've come through Grand Junction. Yeah. You've seen this guy grow up from. I Yeah, I kind of feel like they're my kids. You know, they've done this. I got, I've got two boys. You know, they work hard to do stuff. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Mac was a kid. Yeah. And, and now he's. A young man out there yeah. making his yeah. way in, in, in the world. And it's it's pretty cool to see. And and I think, too, that comes with that. There's a lot of I don't know. I think one of the things you and Dad always in, instilled in us, and it, I think it's come through in this podcast a lot for me, is you don't know everything. You don't have all the information. And so you can't – saying things like, Rimac's never going to be any good. Right. You know, yeah. even dad's thing, like you said, is a qualifying statement. If he doesn't X, then it'll never, sure. like, you can never say that guy's never going to make it. No. And, I, and I, and I think we run up against that a lot in sports journalism. And I know that you told me a while ago when you stopped, um, before you really got into the podcast and stuff. So now we're going back six years or so, but, 
um, talk radio. Like you said, you love sports. Oh, yeah. And you love listening to people talk about sports right. and think about sports. Right. And you had to turn off the talk radio because so much of it is just that guy's trash and such yeah, and such. Yeah, it becomes, you know, it becomes personal and snarky. And I start to feel like the, the sports talk guys are, they're talking about the sport for themselves. Mm. That they're not talking about the game or even the players to really analyze the game or talk about the beauty of the game itself. They just have this this talk sports show and it's all about them. Yeah. You know? So one of the things we got to get you hooked up with for this year for when you're coming out to games and also because we'll be able to go to some other cool stuff like uh-huh. some beer festivals or some concerts. I know you've been going to a lot of concerts lately. You got to, what was the big I, one? Oh, I went to Coachella a few years ago. What they call it, the Geezer concert? Yeah. <laughs> with the Geezer concert with the Who, the Stones, Paul McCartney. Some pretty good geezers. Yeah, Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, he's right? all right. Neil Young. Just some okay talent. I said the Who, right? Yeah. What a two, show. Roger Waters. Yeah. Oh. There were two acts for three nights, and it was absolutely wonderful. Mm. It was cool. So you probably can't get into that within we go. Probably not. No. <laughs> but there's lots of cool stuff that you can. There's concerts. There's comedy shows. There's beer festivals. Those are always fun, and a ton of sporting events, including a bunch of Rockies games. The thing that I like most about in we go is you can think about like how how much you can get a price of tickets. If you're really good at finding cheap tickets, maybe you think I don't need that, but you know those tickets aren't as cheap as you think they are. Those convenience fees. Boy, and whenever you check out, right? We've done this a few times lately. Yep. You see all that extra stuff. The cool thing about In We Go, it's a flat monthly fee. You get your tickets. You don't have to pay all that extra convenience or shipping, any of that nonsense. If you use the code DNVR right now, you'll get a free month of it. So it's a $45 value. You can try it out. I think it's worth it if you go to one event every other month. Uh, you don't. You really don't even have to be the most about town person uh, to get advantage of this. Basically, if you go to five baseball games and you don't want to pay convenience fees, in we go is paid for itself. Over. I highly suggest you check it out. They've got a bunch of different options for it. There's one at twenty five, one at forty five, one at sixty five dollars a month. Uh, they've got them in other cities as than not just in Denver. So check it out there if you want. But remember. Use code DNVR to try in we go for a month for free. It's a $45 value. If it's not for you, it's super easy to cancel and there are no fees. So we won't be canceling on the upcoming season. We're going to play it out anyway. The star third baseman's upset. GM's in some hot water. The fans think the team can't win more than 70 games. Mother... We're going to go play baseball anyway. How many <laughs> games are we going to win? We're predicting now. What do you got? I'm going to go with 88 still. I'm going to stay with my 88. I know that's more than people think it's going to happen, but I want to be on the positive side, you know. So what do you got? You got Kyle Freeland bouncing back probably mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have better Wade Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, He's looking good. He does. He looks good so far. We think Rymac takes that next step. Right. Under those types of things. You're going to need a healthy doll. Healthy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, he looks good, and yeah, we need him healthy. I think Brendan Rogers is going to come on, mm. and uh, I realize he's not completely ready, but he's had some really good at bats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it, he's had three or four at bats uh-huh. so far, but 
And Elias Diaz, the catcher, mm. is smoking. Yeah. And it's like, and I don't know him very well. He's just come to the organization, but it's been impressive. Uh, Tony Walter's got a home run. Yeah, and he's already walked in and run with the bases loaded. <laughs> Every walk. time the bases are loaded this year, I'm bringing in Tony Walters just to walk. That's all we need. And you text me every time it happens. <laughs> to, and it's great because it's happened so many. You would think for a guy who literally did not have a single barrel last year, yep. he'd be the last guy you'd walk with yep. the bases loaded. But Exactly. Why, how does he walk? How does that pitcher walk this guy that is hitting what? Yeah, <laughs> Two, does it, 230. You know, so in spring training, he's already walked in a run yeah. and hit a home run. That's right. So Also, he can still catch pretty and good. And you don't dash on the stash. You don't dash on the stash. Sensatella. Oh, yeah. He, he looked, looked good. He looked, he looked good. good. Um, yeah, Marquez today. Yeah. He looked good. Um, who else have we seen? Chris Owens having a nice spring. Yeah, Where are you at on him, you I, guys? I... I didn't know him really well either. So, you know, these the guys that are newer, I'm just kind of trying to get to know. But he's looked good, you know. Um, there was somebody else we were watching, and I was trying to think who it was. Uh, felt like we had five catchers in the game the other day. <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> they all got in. It was like, the Diaz, Butera, Walters. Uh, uh-huh. Nunez. KG Gonzalez had a good start. He that did. was yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Jeff Which Hoffman has turned it around a little bit. I think that uh, was it just yesterday? The two mm-hmm. innings he pitched were the best two that he's had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be really nice because I see, I honestly think for all the stuff that we've talked about, that the things the Rockies need the most to shore up to win more games, because we all like to win, is the relief pitching. Right. I think everything else could stay the same. You always are willing to look at options, uh, make things better. But that was the big hole, is the relief pitching just faltered, just did not come through when it needed to. Completely imploded. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be nice here. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, but I, I think, you know, we've seen now uh, Tyler Kinley pitched today, uh-huh. James Pazos pitched today. Yeah. Ken, they have both looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wade Davis we haven't seen him very much, but he's looked good when we've seen him. Yep. Philip Deal has been smoking. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That's really, really nice. So I don't know. I don't know how that will all come down. We obviously have, you know, another three weeks yeah. of spring training, and that's what it's going to take, I guess, to see where those guys are. Uh, but it'd be really nice to be deeper there instead of, oh, my God, who do we send in next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. right. <laughs> All right, last one, I mean, and I gotta have you back on. This is too much fun. Okay. Let, let us know out there if you're having fun with this because we are. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. This is the only time I'm gonna put you on the spot. Here. Oh God, yeah. I, I don't want who you think. I'm not gonna ask you to, you know, like people ask me to predict what Bud Black's oh. gonna do. I I want to know just who you're kind of pulling for here. To make the team. So we know the, the people who are already going to be on it. There's only a couple of spots here. Uh, the bench looks like it's going to, you know, you're going to have either Desmond or Tapia is going to be on the bench. You're going to have a backup catcher. Mm-hmm. And then we've got three spots open. So I want to know between Chris Owings, Josh Fuentes, Jonathan Daza, Sam Hilliard. 
I feel like there's one. Garrett on, Hampson. Yeah. Uh, he no. He should be there. Hampson should be That's on the bench. That's what I thought. Anyway, but yeah. he's on the. So bench. we've got we three on the bench, and we've only got two more to put on. That's right. Well, yeah. If we've got, let's say Desmond, I'll put I'll put Toppy in the starting lineup. Okay. So let's say Desmond's Desmond. on the bench. Backup catcher's on the bench. Diaz. Hampson uh-huh. is on the bench. So you've got two spots right. for four players. Yeah. Fuentes, Baza, Hilliard, Hilliard, and Owens. And Owings. And I would say based on playing so far, it would be Owens and Hilliard. Yeah. But. I like that. Uh, Daza and Fuentes really aren't that far off. They're not. You know, uh, I thought it was really fun watching Fuentes the other day when he was playing third base. And uh, I know they're just cousins, but some of, there's just times that he just looks like Nolan. It's hard not to. Yeah, yeah. In the some mannerisms and things, yeah, almost ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. manner, like you said, he hadn't hit forty home runs and driven in one hundred twenty mm-hmm. yet. But, no, no, and that's silly to expect. But course. yeah, but he looks good, and uh, the beard looks good. So I think for <laughs> the beard looks the good. Beard. Uh, for for the management, for the team management, for uh, Buddy and. All of the people that make those decisions on who comes up, I think it'll be, you know, who's doing best at, at when we get done on right. on March twenty fourth, and then also, who could really use the benefit of playing every day and being in the minors. And I know some people don't like that, but if you get to play every day in AAA, and you don't get to play very often sitting on a bench, I think that's hard on young players in particular. Absolutely. I mean, they'll tell you that. The coaches will tell you that. And I know, like, I'll say it here. If Sam Hilliard's not on that opening day roster, some people are going to be really, really upset. But it's yeah. not going to be because they don't believe Hilliard has what it takes to play in the big leagues. Right. It's going to be because of what you just said. To make You don't want Sam sitting on the bench getting one at bat every other day no. during this crucial part of his development where... Guys like Chris Owings, you're probably... Well, and somebody, well, yeah, because he's a more veteran player. And somebody will get hurt. And even, and, and you know, I hate saying that, but it's the nature of baseball that right. somebody gets hurt, even if it's a little thing. And you need to, to bring somebody else up in the place and you want the person you bring up to be ready to play. Right. In a, right, in a rhythm. In a rhythm. And I think Josh... You know, if he ends up down there, he's going to be in a much better spot. We saw him come up. Both he and Daza right. were in a real tough spot last year. And, and they, they were early, shipped. which yeah. they didn't expect to be at all. For we three weeks, yeah. Murphy, McMahon, yeah. and Dahl all yeah. went out. Yeah. Not good. We don't want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Try to avoid those. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So you got 88 wins. Uh-huh. You got uh, whoever's going best at the end there making the bench. Any other season predictions you want to give? Who's the team's best pitcher? Marquez, Gray, Freeland? Uh, Marquez is looking good. I haven't seen Gray enough. 
Or Freeland and F. I want we yeah. you know, we, we still need to see them. I think Marquez is starting, in for a big year. But, but Marquez really looked good today. And just watching him warm up and stuff, he just you know, he just looked like he's on. Like Right. Yeah, he's focused. Yeah. And he's in better shape too. It's not the transformation that Antonio Sensatella had. I know everybody's in the best shape of their life. <laughs> Antonio Sensatella looks like almost a different person. He was slapping his own belly in the clubhouse the other <laughs> Look day. Look at my belly. Yeah. What well, used to be my yeah. belly. Yeah. He said to us, not allowed to eat candies anymore. He said, he's really sad because he used to eat empanadas so much. And he said Aww. his wife just makes the most delicious empanadas. And now it's uh-huh. got to be like a like a special once in a while uh-huh. thing. They, they've got him on all the health foods and, and doing the thing, but... It really is funny for all of the chaos of the off season, first with nothing going on and all the fans freaking out, and then with yeah. all the Nolan stuff, how much this team has showed up like super focused and prepared and they're yeah. just playing good baseball. Well, you know, that's their job. And that's what they want to mm. do, right? Yeah. They want it like don't want to go like refresh the resumes or anything and go look for something else. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to play baseball. If I've got banker. my choice. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to hang in there and do that. And that's what you go out and do every day. And that is perspective. You got to keep the right perspective. You know, mm. you remember the, the line in the West wing with the, um, the football kid who says, it's what I do on Saturdays. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Why? Cause that's what I do on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. I play football. They're baseball players. They yeah. play baseball. That's what I do. Yeah. 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 It's been pretty cool getting back down here, uh, having fun. We'll, we'll catch up with you again at some point. Um, I've got pretty regular access, so I'm sure I'll have my people call your people. We'll schedule a... <laughs> I thought we'd, we'd tell the Al-K line story the next time. Oh, I don't know if I've told the Al-K line story I was going to ask podcast. you if we had. We can tell it right now real quick. Okay. We've got, we've got okay. a little time. You, you have to tell it, though. Okay, so... You know, I don't know how many of you have kids. They go out, they do stuff, they come home, they tell you things. So, <laughs> That's how Drew, Drew okay. was out with his older brother, Ira. And uh, so Ira's old enough to drive. Drew's probably in middle school. And uh, we asked him to do a couple of things, a couple of errands on their way home. We asked him to pick up some batteries. Uh, we needed some batteries for the remote, probably for the TV or something. And... Uh, they come in, they finally get home, and Drew goes, oh, got your batteries, got your batteries. And we think, well, good, that's what we asked for. He goes, yeah. He said, I was there, and I had no idea. I was looking at these batteries, and there were all these different kinds, and I didn't know what to get. And then I saw alkaline batteries, and I knew alkaline was my dad's favorite player, <laughs> so I got them. <laughs> and we went... Alkaline, and we looked at the battery, and it was alkaline. Oh. We just, yep, that's my boy, you know. <laughs> alkaline batteries. Uh, Loved alkaline. <laughs> absolutely, uh, and and that's a true story, and that's as good a place as any to end this episode of the podcast. Thank you all for listening in. Make sure you're following everybody on social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at DNVR underscore Rockies. You can follow my mother on Twitter, though. <laughs> we can't remember what it is anymore. It's at B. Creaseman. Bar- if you search Barbara Creaseman on Twitter, she'll come up, but we got to get that whole thing set up. <laughs> yeah, don't um, do that yet. <laughs> but what you can do is go to DNVR Locker, check out all the cool merch, 
Uh, we'll have to have you model the new lady shirt. I know you I ordered one of that. those. Yes. Um, it, it's been really cool having all that stuff. So just make sure you're subscribed. Uh, I got an uh, exclusive on Brendan Rogers. Got stuff coming out on James Pazos. Did a big thing on the under the radar players. Hopefully you've got a chance to read all of that. You don't want to miss any of the stuff I've got coming up. Kyle Freeland talking about Ubaldo Jimenez. Carlos Estevez talking about the impact that having a daughter has had on his life and the kind of energy he's bringing into this season. If you subscribe to the DNVR.com, you won't miss out on any of that stuff. Thank you all for listening. I hope you will continue to be absolutely awesome. We will continue to be Barbara and Drew Creaseman. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark. The Green Solution has eight 18 locations in Colorado. It is the place to get marijuana, edibles, concentrates, you name it. Download the app or go to mygreensolution.com and use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. It's quick, easy to use. The 18 Green Solution locations are in the metro area, so there's definitely one near you. The Express Checkout will have you in and out in no time. No lines, no waiting. These are the best prices you're going to get for the best quality. I promise you, you check out Green Solution, you're not going to be disappointed. So remember to download the app or go to mygreensolution.com and use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase.